Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, March 2nd. U.S. equities rallied into the close to finish near the highs of the day as investors appeared to shake off the persistent rise in interest rates. The markets also digested some earnings reports as shares of Dow member Salesforce jumped after topping expectations and Macy's also moved solidly higher after besting the street's forecasts. However, disappointing guidance from Best Buy took some of the luster off its earnings beat. Elsewhere, the economic calendar added to the Fed uncertainty as jobless claims unexpectedly dipped while fourth-quarter productivity was revised lower and unit labor costs were adjusted to the upside. Treasury yields continued their ascent, and the U.S. dollar gained solid ground, while crude oil prices edged higher in choppy trading and gold was slightly lower. Asia finished mixed, and Europe posted gains across the board as the global markets continued to wrestle with recent data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rallied 342 points, or 1.1%, to 33,004. The S&P 500 Index added 30 points, or 0.8%, to 3,981. And the NASDAQ Composite was up 84 points, or 0.7%, to 11,463. In moderate volume, 4.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.2 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil gained $0.47 cents to $78.16 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price lost $2.20 to $1,843.20 per ounce. And the dollar index gained 0.4% to 104.93. In equity news on Thursday... Dow member Salesforce, ticker symbol CRM, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.68, above the $1.36 fax at estimate. As revenues grew 14% year-over-year to $8.38 billion, topping the street's $7.99 billion expectation. Salesforce offered first quarter and full year earnings per share and revenue guidance that were above analysts' projections and announced that it will increase its share repurchase plan to $20 billion. Shares rallied. Macy's, ticker symbol M, posted adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.88, north of the expected $1.58 with revenues declining 4.6% year-over-year to $8.26 billion, exceeding the forecasted $8.23 billion. Fourth-quarter same-store sales declined 3.3% year-over-year, compared to the projected 3.9% decrease. However, Macy's issued a full-year earnings outlook that came in above estimates. Shares of Macy's were sharply higher. Best Buy Company, ticker symbol BBY, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $2.61, well above the $2.10 facts at estimate, on a 10% year-over-year decline in revenues to $14.7 billion, which matched forecasts. However, on a conference call with analysts, the retailer's chief executive officer said it is preparing for another down year for the consumer electronics industry. 
As such, Best Buy said it sees full-year revenues between $43.8 billion and $45.2 billion, a decline from the previous fiscal year, and compared to analysts' view of $45.7 billion. And earnings per share within a range of $5.70 to $6.50, below the street's forecast for $6.72. Best Buy also said it expects same-store sales to decline between 3 and 6 percent. Shares were lower. As fourth quarter earnings season nears the finish line of the 491 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 58 percent have topped revenue estimates and approximately 68 percent have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance, as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled The Price You Pay, a look at equity valuations. Evaluation metrics broadly look more attractive relative to where they were a year ago, But history shows that they don't provide clear guidance on future returns. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 190,000 for the week ended February 24th, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of 195,000 and the prior week's unrevised 192,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 1,750 to 193,000, though continuing claims for the week ended February 18th declined by 5,000 to 1,655,000, south of estimates calling for 1,669,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims increased by 1,250 to 1,671,500. Final fourth-quarter non-farm productivity was revised lower to a 1.7% increase on an annualized quarter-over-quarter basis from an initial 3% estimated rise, and versus estimates of a revision to a 2.5% gain. Third quarter productivity was negatively adjusted to a 1.2% rise. Labor productivity, or output per hour, is calculated by dividing real output by hours worked and is a major contributor to the economy's long-term health and prosperity. Unit labor costs were adjusted to a 3.2% quarter-over-quarter increase from the preliminary rise of 1.1% and versus forecasts of a revised 1.6% gain. Unit labor costs were upwardly adjusted in the third quarter to an increase of 6.9%. Treasury notes rose as the yield on the two-year note gained one basis point to 4.90%, while the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond increased 7 basis points to 4.07% and 4.02% respectively. Treasury yields have jumped as a tight labor market and still elevated inflation have preserved Fed expectations that it could stay on the hawkish path of tighter monetary policy. 
Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in her latest article titled, Mind the Gap, Bond Yields Appear Set for a Rebound, how over the next few months we see room for yields to move higher, especially if the inflation data come in stronger than anticipated. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will hold February reads on the services sector, courtesy of the ISM Services Index, expected to decline to 54.5 from the prior month's 55.2, as well as the final read on the S&P Global Services PMI, forecasted to remain at the preliminary level of 50.5. A reading above 50 denotes expansion in activity for both indexes. In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe finished in the green, able to end at the highs of the day, with the markets sifting through some economic data on both sides of the pond. The Eurozone February preliminary estimate of consumer prices eased some from January, but the headline and core rates both came in above estimates compared to the prior month and the same period last year. The data came as fourth-quarter unit labor costs in the U.S. were revised sharply higher to complicate the inflation picture and exacerbate the uncertainty regarding how aggressive the Fed in the U.S., the European Central Bank, and the Bank of England will need to remain to try to combat the persistent inflation pressures. The euro and the British pound saw solid downside moves versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were mixed. Despite the recent volatility due to monetary policy uncertainty, equities in the region have had a strong start for 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.4%. France's CAC 40 index gained 0.7%. Germany's DAX index rose 0.2%. Spain's IBEX 35 index ticked 0.1% higher. Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 0.3%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index advanced 1%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as investors continued to react to yesterday's favorable economic data out of China, headlined by the highest level of manufacturing growth since April of 2012. Meanwhile, focus on the ultimate impact of monetary policy tightening out of the U.S. and Europe on global financial conditions and the economy continued to hamstring conviction. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article titled, Are You Focused on the Wrong Central Bank? How, while investor attention is on the Fed, changes at the Bank of Japan might bring shifts to the economic environment, impacting the global markets. The equity markets remain choppy as geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China continues to be elevated. In economic news today, Japan's fourth-quarter capital spending slowed quarter-over-quarter but came in above estimates, while its company profits unexpectedly declined. 
Elsewhere, Australia's building approvals dropped much more than expected for January. Japan's Nikkei 225 index dipped 0.1%, with the yen trimming some of its recent gain versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index also edged 0.1% lower, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 0.9%, giving back some of yesterday's rally. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index decreased 0.8%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index ticked 0.1% higher, and South Korea's Kospi Index advanced 0.6% in a return to action following yesterday's holiday break. The International Economic Calendar for tomorrow will offer a host of services PMIs from around the world, as well as Tokyo CPI and employment data from Japan, vehicle sales in Australia, Germany's trade balance, industrial production out of France, and Eurozone PPI.